Boko Haram boys uh, tried and proven innocent before they released. Otapo Dixon is my name. Well, many thank you, many thanks to everybody who did write in a message at this morning. Many of them have made a good attempt to read them, even though it looks like I still have quite. Uh, some more. Let's see how I'm able to cope with that as things do go. It's 8 o'clock now. I'm Vivian is standing by to bring you these updates. Stay with me. Breaking issues. This is the news update. And to the news update, the Islamic movement in Nigeria has called for a fish out of the office of the Nigeria Police Force who shot at journalist Alex Obu last month, leading to his death. The movement also wants the officer to face the consequences of his action and money paid to the family of the slave journalist. These demands were contained in a statement by a member of the Academic Forum of IMN, Abdullahi Musa in Abuja, on Monday. He stated that a copy of the medical certificate obtained from the National Hospital of Abuja, which is the autopsy of the late journalist, revealed that the passerby, as claimed by the police, died of brain evisceration due to a penetrating missile injury. That his gunshot wound is sustained by means of high-velocity bullets being fired at him by the police. He, however, stressed further that such avoidable slaughters of fellow citizens is unacceptable on all grounds. President Muhammadu Buhari on Monday in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, said his administration is committed to securing the freedom of all children and other victims of abduction by terrorists in the country. This was disclosed in a statement by the Special Advisor to the President on Media and Publicity, Femi Adesino. The program was co-sponsored by the Government of Nigeria, Uganda and Norway, the Africa Union Commission and Save the Children. President Buhari at their event said a number of schoolgirls from Chibok and Dakchi were earlier abducted by Boko Haram have regained their freedom. The president urged African countries and stakeholders on the continent to work fervently towards strengthening the protection of children from the six grave violations during armed conflict. Meanwhile, leaders of the economic community of West African states have finally set up a committee to look into Nigeria's land border closure with other neighboring countries. The resolution was confirmed in a statement issued on Monday by the senior special assistant to the president on media and publicity, Herbash Shehu, in Abuja. According to the statement, the committee is headed by President Rock Mark Christian Kabori of Burkina Faso. The presidential aide explained that the decision was agreed on Sunday in Addis Ababa at an extraordinary session of ECOWAS leaders convened on the margins of the 33rd AU summit to discuss the issue and other present regional matters. And lastly, a crisis within the world's greatest humanitarian emergency could be reaching breaking points over the control of life-saving 8 billion of Yemenis need to survive. Major donors and some of the world's biggest aid agencies will meet in Brussels on Thursday in an effort to forge a collective response to what is being widely described as unprecedented and unacceptable obstruction by Houthi authorities who hold sway over large swaths of northern Yemen. The lives of millions of Yemenis depend on it. A recent Yemen briefing to the UN Security Council underlined that access constraints were affecting 6.7 million Yemenis who needed assistance, a figure which it noted has never been so high. UN's resident humanitarian Les Grant says humanitarian agencies must operate in an, in an environment where they can uphold humanitarian principles. That's the news update on 95.1 Nigeria Info. Don't forget. You can always send us eyewitness report as news breaks in your area. Send your reports to eyewitness at coworkersofinfo.com. My name is Bivan Magoni. Good morning. Thank you for listening. Online, on air. What are you saying? Can't you see the state of the nation? All the time. All the time. Stay connected with the latest information on 95.1 Nigeria Info.
breakfast your day every day with the nourishment of malt, milk and cocoa and the delicious taste of Milo. Good food, good life. They are the ones making things happen. They love their country, but also love every opportunity to explore. They travel as often as they can, whether for business or learning or pleasure. They are fly. They are Nigerians. And now they fly Nigerian with airpiece. From Lagos to UAE, every Friday, Sunday and Tuesday, in the best comfort. Enjoying the kind of food and in-flight entertainment only Nigerians can truly understand. Nigerians choose peace above all. Fly international destinations with Airpeace and enjoy the Nigerian experience firsthand. For more information on our international flights, visit www.theflyairpeace.com. Airpeace, your peace, our goal. Presents 14 days of love with special offers of 14% discount on all services as a way to show love this Valentine. Yeah, you heard me right. 14% discount. This special and irresistible offer will run from the 1st of February to the 14th of February 2020. HV Digital Press is located at plot 1138A, 6th Avenue, off 7th Avenue, Guarimpa Estate. For more inquiries, visit www.hvdigitalpress.com or call 090-8000-901. You can't afford to miss this amazing offer of 14 days of love brought to you by HB Digital Enjoy the gift of love this Valentine's season with Samsung. Buy the Galaxy Note 10, Note 10 Plus, S10e, S10 or S10 Plus from any participating store nationwide and get a free screen repair voucher and a gift pack. Promo runs from 22nd January to 16th February 2020. Visit www.samsung.com for more details. Also, for every Galaxy A30s you buy, you get a gift pack. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid while stock lasts. You don't wait for life. You go to meet life. It's not about how many chances you get. It's what you do with what you've got. Morning after morning, cup after cup. Start strong, finish strong with the stimulating aroma and rich, creamy taste of Nescafe 3-in-1. It all starts with Nescafe. All day, every day, from the heart and capital of Nigeria. This is Nigeria Info 95.1 FM. As we have it, we talk. And talk and talk and, and talk. talk and talk. Talk with us on the talk station of the talk nation. 95.1 Nigeria Info. Info. We talk. And now, Morning Crossfire. Morning Crossfire. With SWAT and Fanny D live on 95.1 Nigeria Info.
Many thanks for staying with me right here on Nigeria for 95.1. Uh, to keep this going, let's talk about INEC deregistration exercise, uh, where quite a number of parties, 74 of them, uh, well, did not meet the credible uh, well, directory of INEC. And yes, uh, after doing some evaluation, INEC described them as not being able uh, to keep things right and have therefore deregistered them in line with some of the laws that uh, best guide the establishment of political parties in Nigeria. This morning I'm joined uh, now at this time from, from INEC, um, Director of Voter Education, um, Dr. Wale Uzi. Good morning to you, sir. Yeah, good morning, sir. Good to have you on the show. Yes. So let's start off with uh, the processing itself. And, and this is going to be some quick question. How long did it okay. take INEC uh, to uh, classify and also uh, discover to say, oh, having gone through the process, these are the 74 political parties that are not good enough uh, to represent the interests of Nigerians? Well, so we did um, verification of the status of political parties in December of last year, 2019. So we wrote to the parties to welcome to the verification through the attention to section 225A, which is part of the fourth portion of the constitution. But prior to this December verification, we had had series of meetings, and usually we had quarterly meetings with the parties, and there we discussed some of these issues. And so when we did the verification, some cooperated, some did not cooperate as much as they wanted, as we wanted them to. And we discussed some portions of the constitution which empowers the director for enforcing economic discretion in proceedings. Now, part of the grounds for the decision is such that the stadiums will win a certain threshold of votes. So we have to wait for the 1919 election to be over, even challenges in court to be over. So by the time the um, challenges are over and uh, there's some controversy in the elections, which we did on January the 25th, we now went back and looked at the thing and found out who did and who did not meet the threshold. So basically, that's mm. the process of the number for one. Okay, does INEC have to consult uh, with stakeholders, for example, the Inter-Party Adversary Council, when they are planning on undertaking such an exercise? Do you, do you have to consult with stakeholders, or it's something that is strictly by the laws that allow the establishment of such a, of, of parties or deregistration of parties? Yeah, imagine that, let me say that INEC is a management and a regulation body. In its uh, position as a regulation body, it does not have to, or the law does not require to consult with anybody but to undertake this regulation function in this But we did uh, inform the political parties, we did discuss all these issues prior to taking a decision. Uh, don't forget that the official, the post official, which we have claiming to be in uh, 2018. Okay, and then uh, also just also putting forward that another area of inquiry would be uh, the issue of now that we know that uh, these political parties have been deregistered, everyone on do elections come up. About I do understand in Enugu State, for example, uh, there were supposed to be some local elections. Somebody was running on the party, and they has therefore taken INEC to court, saying, "Well, I registered on this for the platform of this party. We were accepted on this party. How does this change, for example, the Edo and on?" 2020 elections uh, and people who were running on these platforms who before now were confident that uh, they were candidates to be reckoned with. You don't become a candidate until you are sponsored by registered political parties. And only registered political parties can sponsor candidates. Section 221 of the Constitution is very clear. That has been a different since 1999. So it does not affect the do or elections. Only registered political also can get standards of votes or with money for it from people. So it doesn't affect that. But now, he seems to two parties. One of them is hanging in balance because he has the party has a case in court. If they lose the case, then they will also go the same way. They will have some case. But if they, if they fail to in court, then um, they will be there as the political party. So for now, Edu and Ondo
Okay, so how would INEC, uh, I mean, it's now 18 political parties as we have it in Nigeria. Uh, some say that, that's quite a number. But then also INEC may be uh, venturing into hoping that the National Assembly reviews the Electoral Act, which will possibly provide better leeway uh, to handle political parties in the country. Do you think with 18 political parties and possibly amendment of the Electoral Act, uh, Nigerians will still see their fundamental representation as we would have it? Because a lot of the political parties are saying, well, this runs against the spirit of the Constitution because of the, the reason, I mean, they can associate and the likes of that. Um, what does INEC, what's INEC's position on this? Well, I'm not so sure I understand the question of INEC. Let me round off by asking you this uh, fundamental question. On do and Edo elections comes up uh, 2020. Uh, we also saw in 2019 Kogi election uh, go by. It went by. It was violent. I, I don't think there's any other way to say it. It had some violent events over and over again. And some people presumably said um, Anik was caught up in that violence and the results uh, and the resultant effect of it was maybe even reflected in the in the election, the final results that were that were shared, or should I say approved by Anik. What's going to be different about Edo and Ondo 2020 as Anik prepares for this, having released a timetable for these elections? Well, first of all, a little caution. You cannot um comment on a case that is in court. And I'm aware that those uh, elections have been challenged. So you cannot use your platform, you cannot comment. I am not allowed to comment on the correctness or otherwise in, in court. Mm -hmm. But yes, violence is the worrisome thing in an election process. And don't forget, elect officials are at the forefront of that violence. They are the front line of that violence. We've lost um, several officials in front of the election. That's what must be. And I'm talking of human beings with names, with families. You know, and it's a very disturbing trend in our electoral process. I think that we're still meeting with the security officials and stakeholders. We still want them to doubt the tensions and ensure that there isn't so much violence already. And so there's rising in the system for the connection to here. It's a worrisome trend, and anybody should be concerned about it, apart from the violence is antithetical to elections and choosing our representation. So we are concerned. I have to say many thanks to you, Dr. Wally Wuzi, Director of Voter Education with uh, the Independent National Electoral Commission for joining in this thank morning on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, I All right, sir. Thank you.
All right, still with us right here on Nigeria Info. I have two more people that I'll be talking with. Um, live right here with me is, uh, uh, I almost said Dr. Tokwe Fashua, but uh, he's also the former presidential candidate on the platform of the abundant Nigerian Renewal Party uh, from 2019. He was a presidential candidate. He, before then, continued to practice as a businessman. And yes, he did run uh, on the platform of the ANRP. Is here with me this morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Fashua. Thank you, family. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll get into the conversation in a short while. But just to provide a little bit of background into this conversation, let me share the moment. Uh, INEC uh, deregistered political parties and uh, also connect with uh, Professor Remy Shunaye, who will be on the line from Lagos as we have this conversation all together this morning. This was the moment INEC uh, declared that central political parties needs to go. Determine compliance with the requirements for their registration. Similarly, following the conclusion of the 2019 general election, including court ordered rerun elections arising from litigations, the Commission was able to determine the performance of political parties in the elections. In addition, they were also assessed on the basis of their performance in the area council elections in the Federal Capital Territory, which coincided with the 2019 general election. It should be noted that FCT is the only part of the country where INEC is empowered by the Constitution to conduct local government elections. Consequently, the Commission has determined that 16 political parties have fulfilled the requirements for existence based on Section 225A of the 1999 Constitution as amended as follows. 1. Accord A. 2. Action Alliance A. 3. African Action Congress AAC. 4. African Democratic Congress ADC. Five, African Democratic Party, ADP. Six, All Progressive Congress, APC. Seven, All Progressive Grand Alliance, APCA. Eight, Allied People's Movement, APM. Nine, Labour Party, LP. Ten, New Nigeria People's Party, NNPP. 11. National Rescue Movement, NRM. 12. People's Democratic Party, PDP. 13. People's Redemption Party, PRP. 14. Social Democratic Party, SDP. 15. Young Progressive Party, YPP, and 16 Zenith Labour Party. Well, that was uh, Professor Yakub Mahmoud. Uh, we're pretty much listening out. Well, the political parties that will stay on board in Nigeria to have their political party representation go on as we would have it in the country. Leaving out 74 other political parties saying they were not good or they're not good enough to represent the people. Like I earlier said, uh, we joined uh, with, uh, we joined this morning with uh, a presidential candidate. A presidential candidate is here with us, Tokwe Fashua. He did run on the platform of the ENRP. Um, he's also an economist by training, a businessman. Good morning to you, Mr. Fashua. Good morning again. Why do you think your political party, the ANRP, uh, that's the opponent's Nigeria Renewal Party, was deregistered? Well, it was deregistered because uh, Nigerians um, were now steeped in impunity. We, most people don't care about justice so long as it doesn't affect them directly. Um, you know, we had steeped in this anyhowness of doing things. Um, we even find a way to misinterpret uh, laws that are very clear and provisions that are very clear. Nobody is asking INEC not to do his work, but if you want to do your work, you do your work properly. Um, regulation is not a big deal. Uh, there are other regulators in this country. And 
every sector that's regulated, including um, sectors like the media, regulated by the NBC and co. Uh, there's dialogue. There's dialogue. There's um, there's a proper order by which um, results are achieved, and that's what it is. You know, so. Um, in this instance, INEC did not bother to contact any of the parties. They didn't invite any of us. They, they treat people like cattle, right? They, they, perhaps they've been over the years used to politicians who come to them and are riffraffs. A lot of those guys that are big men and doing whatever up and down, they were, a lot of them were riffraffs, never had a job. Many of them never had businesses and so on. So I think in that same uh, vein, uh, INEC decided to take this because they believe that um, Nigerians, of course, can't even think through this process. And why is that? Because since 1999 to date, Nigerians have become more illiterate than before. Nigerians have become poorer than before. So what do you expect? So mm. this, this injustice, they yeah. want to carry it through. All right, well, Mr. Fashua, thank you for that. Uh, good morning to you, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Professor Remy Shonaya joins us via the phone line in Lagos. How is uh, the weather in Lagos uh, today? No, I'm not in Lagos. I'm actually in Ife. Oh, you're in Ife at the moment. Wow, wonderful. Yes, yes I, I live in Ife. I live in Ife. Oh, dear. Okay, I missed out on that. But for those who may have missed out on a little bit of uh, Professor Remy Shunaya's uh, profile, she is uh, Oluremi Comfort Shunaya. She's a Nigerian politician, educationist, and writer. She's the first Nigerian female presidential candidate that they drawn on the platform of COA Party in 2015. It's good to have you on the show this morning. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here. The political uh, landscape is changing really fast. Uh, Mr. Topo Fashua is also here with me this morning discussing about this development regarding the deregistration of political parties. I can yeah. add, let's reflect a little bit about the registration of all these political parties, how it did start off. I mean, the registration of COA party, the platform you did run on, uh, brought a lot of excitement to everybody because I wonder if by any chance uh, the, all the parties would have given a female candidate a chance to be represented before now. Uh, what was it like then to have COA party registered and re possibly recognized by Nigerians? Well, COA Party, uh, thank, thank you very much. COA was registered with INEC in 2009. You know, so we, we already are over 10 years old. And um, what I saw was what drew me to COA Party. It was a party of um, progressive-minded people. And like you have just mentioned, who has given a woman uh, the opportunity, you know, to run on their platform. Uh, it, indeed, it was no issue. I did not have to make any point about my being a woman. You know, so um, I was very excited to join that party and, and to have had the opportunity to run as their flag bearer in the 2015 mm. election. So fortunately... Um, the, the, the political terrain in Nigeria is very interesting because people might be aware that a party is not performing, it's not, you know, delivering on their promises and things like that, but they still go ahead and vote for them. For some strange reason, people want to be on the winning side in an election. They want to be able to say, oh, the candidate I voted for won. And um, I think that is a mentality that we have to get rid of because we cannot continue to vote in non-performing uh, government and expect our circumstances to improve. It brings forward... So let me just stop here for now. Yeah. It, um, yes. Because I'm really interested in discussing this issue of de the deregistration of political parties. Which brings me to my next question about, uh, okay, so between, for example, 2009 and 2020, um, 
uh, it's difficult to actually talk about the quality of the candidate for your party, Kowa, as with every other other parties that we've seen uh, grew up. They've been, they've been maybe quite representative. Their visions have been clear. They've been significant in their orientation. However, the party structures have been questionable, including that of Koa Party, in terms of uh, the politics within the party and the structural arrangements within the party. What do you think uh, about that? I mean, to say you have good candidates, but not a good party, uh, or to say a formidable party that is ready for politics in this terrain? Um, I, I know that we have a good party and a good structure. Um, however, the environment in which we are functioning is one that privileges big spenders, and for you to be a big spender, you've got to have plenty of money. Unfortunately, that's the system that we're running. And I am uh, surprised that INEC has not taken that off in terms of uh, calling us all to rethink this whole uh, electoral system that, that we are running. The requirement, for for instance, that every party would be uh, national. You, you must have um, offices, not only in Abuja, that's understandable, but in at least 23 uh, states of the country, in every ward and so on. What is wrong with a party that says, I'm just interested in my state? You know, what if some people come together in a particular state and they say we just would like to transform this state that we are living in, hmm. or even at the local government level. You know, so there's this imposition of uh, being national on everybody. And what it does, it, 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 it makes us all mediocre. It, 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 it con, uh, how would I say it? It condemns all of us to to this this mess that 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 we are in. You know, who, yes, who is able to fund the kind of party that INEC uh, requires? If not only the people who have access to like limitless funds, honest working people cannot participate effectively in the politics of Nigeria because of the requirements that INEC has. You know, so we, they, and, and they should be aware of that and, and be thinking about it and, and, and bring us all together to, to rethink and to recreate this system. It, it's not working. They know it. Hmm. Uh, um, elections that are marred by violence, elections where only uh, 35% of the voters come out to vote, it is not working. Okay. So, so what are they trying to do about it? Only to say, okay, we look in our book and we see that you have not uh, performed well and mm. so on. Mm. And by the way, um, Kuwapati won in a, a seat in the Bayelsa House of Assembly in 2011. And even currently, we have a member, a councillor in Imo State. And they still went ahead and registered us like, you know, like we have not performed or anything. Okay. You know, so uh, I, I would actually like to also talk about IMET itself. Okay, so what we'll do, I need to go on the commercial break and then after the break I'll reconnect with you so that we could have um, an extended conversation as well as with Mr. Topper Fasher. Just give me about three minutes uh, just to play off commercials and then we'll reconnect, madam. All right, that's fine. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, so stay with us right here on Nigeria Info 95.1. Uh, we'll reconnect uh, with our guests and also speak to Mr. Topo Fashua a little bit more uh, on the many subjects that are arising from the deregistration of political parties as we have it in Nigeria. We'll be back after now.
share your satisfaction with your mobile network operator. Do you know how most customers rate theirs? I'll tell you. Customers measure network providers first by their quality of service and your original Niger network. Nine Mobile is making quality of service a major focus area in its operations with the 4G LTE network that delivers superior internet experience for everyone. Nine Mobile services such as more place for data, more flex for heavily discounted calls and browsing, and a range of innovative enterprise solutions for business customers are second to none. That's not all. Official industry reports and analysis affirmed Nine Mobile's remarkable performance in quality of service for most of 2019. And Nine Mobile continues to invest in network infrastructure to sustain top quality service. So, if you're looking for quality of service, Nine Mobile is your sure bet. Nine Mobile, here for you, here for Ninja. Breakfast your day, every day, with the nourishment of malt, milk, and cocoa, and the delicious taste of Milo. Nestle, good food, good life. Book, check in and fly without stress. Now that's peace. Home-cooked meals at 40,000 feet. <sighs> now that's peace. Eating small chops in international airspace. Mm. Now that's peace. <laughs> the music, movies, TV shows and in-flight entertainment are actually what? Now that's peace. Being treated with the highest respect and cut seat no matter what class you're flying. Now that's, that's peace. Flygerians choose peace above all. Fly international destinations with Airpeace and enjoy the Flygerian experience firsthand. For more information on our international flights, visit www.theflyairpeace.com. Airpeace, your peace, our goal. They say things are tough. They say succeeding here is difficult. What they say may be true, but together we will be challenged by it. Because we all know the truth is based on what you see. And what we see is the hunger for success. The defiant promise to never go back, no matter what. And when we stumble, we will only fall forward. Fueled by the prayers of our loved ones, the hopes of 200 million people, and the big yellow heart pumping energy into us to break boundaries. So let them continue to tell you their truth while we take time to write ours. There's more within. Turn it up. Hypo toilet cleaner available exactly for just 30 naira. This is Nigeria Info. And now, Morning Crossfire. Morning Crossfire. With SWAT and Femi D Live on 95.1 Nigeria Info. Many thanks for staying with us right here on Nigeria Info 95.1838 a.m. Nigerian time. It is at this time. Okay, Mr. Topa Fashua, presidential candidate of the ANRP, is here with us. Uh, also, Professor Remy Shonaye uh, of the Co-op Party, 2015 presidential candidate, uh, will reconnect with us via the phone lines in a short while. Mr. Fashua, let me, let me come to you now. You were just about given an evaluation of what you think of INEC. One of the things you said was the fact that INEC seems to be inclined towards big party spenders, uh, towards the big parties, if I may say, uh, in terms of their disposition. Do you think um, 
that is uh, consistent with, with with this deregistration of political parties. As you as all know, you as well are the chairman of a political party, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Thank you very much. Um, it is not INEC that's acting. It is the uh, big parties that's pushing them, especially the APC. This um, uh, constitutional amendment was uh, written up by the APC-led Senate, and they had um, a reason for that. The idea is to close down the political space. I just wish Nigeria luck. As Professor Shunai had said just now, if Nigerians then say that they want to go with the, the violent parties, the parties that perpetrate the violence and the bribery and corruption around, around the elections, the parties that demand 40-something million for uh, nomination fees and so on, then, okay, well, so be it. We'll see where it takes Nigeria to. But as some, now, if Nigerians don't care about injustice being done to people who have honestly come up to say, okay, look, let's, let's try and begin to start afresh and gather ourselves together. Some of them were given licenses six months, and then under six months, you are removing the license. And even if you were removing the license, you're not removing the li license for the right reason. I, w I wish uh, Mr. Osazeuzi would still be listening, I doubt. I'm uh, sorry, Dr. Osazeuzi. Um, you know, I doubt. You know, I'm not sure if they would even care, really, but it is not INEC, really. So the point is that if you look at the letter of the law, if you look at the constitutional provision and the amendment that uh, they are talking about. They have actually acted against that constitution. It says that, you know, you, it considers, um, you know, the elections down to the, down to the world level. And it says that if you win something at the world level, then you are, you are, you are, you are supposed to be okay. Or if you get a certain percentage, have INEC, has INEC allowed the world elections to happen? No, they, 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 they haven't. They say that they don't, that, that they don't conduct elections. The constitution is not interested in who conducts the election at the world level or at the local government level. All of those things are not a concern of the constitution. The constitution is concerned about Nigeria. The constitution is concerned about the rights of people who manage to scale the provisions of uh, setting up a political party. And of course, you know, we came at a point of sacrifice. We came when, you know, INEC wasn't funding any parties. We put our money into it. The little money we have across the board to register party, they collected some fees from us, you know. We set up branches all over the country. We contested for election, we put our money in it. And then this kind of impunity comes up. Um, and so I believe that the INEC should actually understand. INEC refused to advise the Senate um, uh, properly. Because the Senate, in writing this amendment, boxed itself into a corner. It is clear that you should wait until the world elections have been conducted. Now, okay, we heard about 100 other parties that INEC is going to register. There's a certain party there called Boot Party, uh, which has now just been registered. What is it? Is it a catch and release kind of thing? So they will contest, you will register, you will contest, let me, you will let register. Let me understand you. you so you're you're saying some new parties uh, uh, are coming on board. Yes, they know. I mean, I was on I was on AIT last night, and the other spokesman, Mr. Ekomi, was saying this thing. I mean, of course, every is in this space. So they're going to register these 100 new parties or thereabouts. And then, you know, after six months, who, who does that? Who does that? That you, you, INEC should be the one advised, but they're not interested, unfortunately. And, you know, it's for a reason, because who, who appoints the INEC chairman? Those are the, there's a constitutional issue here we should be, we should be, we should be uh, discussing. But unfortunately, Nigerians also are not interested in finding sustainable and lasting solutions to anything. That's why our country is the way it is today. The same political parties that are foisted insecurity, bad economics, illiteracy, and all of that on the country are the ones that were solidifying and we are, we are, we are supporting, and we don't... Be, look, if people believe that that is their destiny, fine. All right? So, um, and, and if people believe that maybe because they are seeing 2295 naira from these people, and that's supposed to define the future of Nigeria, then okay. You know, but nobody should complain when it hits back. The point now is that we have been unjustly... We have been unjustly treated. We have been robbed. All right? And INEC will have to uh, step up. Again, uh, one of the bad things that usually happen is even within the INEC, we have some of their spokesmen, some of their commissioners, a certain commissioner who goes around even before now saying things like, we are going to have only five political parties. Who is he? To, under a democracy to dictate how many political parties. He goes around saying that um, uh, this, the, they are going to deregister commercial political party. Again, lumping people up. If you, if you know commercial political party, name them and shame them. It's not going to be everybody. 
But they are used to all this kind of impunity because they are just sitting down there eating money and, you know, you know, just generally pandering to the powers that be. You know, okay, so you go around saying things like it is easier to register a, a political party than it is to register a limited liability company. It takes some people years. For my party, it took us one year. Of, of a lot of trauma from these same INA people who are not used to young people coming to open parties. You have to go and kill Now, there's nothing wrong with, with, with learning from the old people. But what are you learning? If you're learning how to do what they did in Kogi, I don't want to learn that. All right? If you're learning how to bribe people and, 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 and how to go and steal money, if you're learning how to pack billions... Look, if we are to go by the same electoral law, none of these sitting people, none of these people who are so-called, quote-unquote, one offices will be sitting there today. The governors are not supposed to spend more than 200 million for their election. Most of them spend several billions. All right? Yeah, and if you don't have that billion... So, anyhow, see, we are going to fight for our rights. It is very clear under the law that INEC has heard. They know they have heard. All right? They have just been afraid. And the acts of the Senate and the powerful political people is dangling on their necks. People don't want to lose their, 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 their positions or their seats or whatever it is that they are. You know? So, but we, that does not make... So, does that mean you're going to litigate? one second. Whether Nigerians like our faces or not, we have been robbed and we're going to fight for our right. It, does that mean legally? We, we don't want Nigerians' support. We don't, don't support us. Most Nigerians don't support us. They can't see reason. They can't see why. Mm. Because it's not, they're not affected. Yeah, yeah, parties are, you, you look, we're not supposed to be talking about the structure of a party. You, you're talking about structure of a party. Anybody can steal money and put structures everywhere. You're not even talking about the integrity of the party. Nigerians are not interested in integrity. So it is, we get what we want. And okay. Nigeria is what we have created because this is the human, kind of human beings we are. All right, well, that's an interesting thought uh, that you do put forward. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm presuming when you do say fight for your right, it also means uh, you're going through the legal process uh, at that Absolutely. time. Uh, okay, uh, Professor, Shonaya joins us back via the phone lines uh, in a moment from now uh, to continue our conversation. Yes, welcome back to the show, ma'am. Very yes, so before the break, you had mentioned you wanted to talk about INEC. Uh, Topa Fashia, uh, just shortly after now, described uh, the position in which a lot of political parties will be taking up, which is possibly to go to law courts to fight for their right with or without the support of Nigerians. Uh, let me ask your review of the Independent National Electoral Commission and their performance thus far. What's your take on them? All right, thank you very much. Um, I believe that this action that has been taken by INEC in uh, the registering uh, 74 political parties thereabouts um, is actually, how would I say, lacking in humility. Um, I, I know that's a strange uh, notion for us. We, we, we don't imagine that those who are in positions of leadership uh, should demonstrate that quality humility. But really, it is a privilege to be able to uh, be invested with the authority to direct the affairs of so many people. Now, INEC itself has not performed uh, optimally. I mean, um, how many times have they told us that they were ready for election and it had to be cancelled at the last minute? Um, what were the troubles that people had in registering and collecting their voter cards? I mean, they should be mindful that they themselves are not are underperforming. And it's because of the system that we're running. So I find it unacceptable that they would now come out with such arrogance or, or, or you know, and, and demonstrate the power that they have in such a blatant uh, manner. They know that there is a case in court against the registration. And the hearing has been fixed for the 17th of February. And why, the, why, why take this decision now? The election uh, cycle has not yet been completed. Like, you know, other parties have been pointing out. They are getting ready for governorship elections in uh, some states for local government uh, elections. So the parties 
have not had the opportunity to fully participate in the entire uh, process. So they themselves are not optimal. The violence that has marred our elections, you have not been able to give us credible elections. And what should have been done was to allow all of us to think about this together. You are having problems. The political parties are having problems. In any case, why did you go on to register, you know, 90-something parties in the first place? Only to turn around and deregister them. It means that your system said something fundamentally wrong with, with, with your system. Many of your elections are declared inconclusive or the results that you, well, once you pronounce something, it can be obtained in the court. So that they should have been more mindful of their own underperformance. And saying it that, you know, this is an issue for all of us to speak, to, to address together. Of course, the political parties are aware that, you know, having 90-something uh, parties is unwieldy, is unnecessarily expensive. But, for instance, all the money that I get. Who do they give an account to? There is public accounting given, you know, for all the billions that are voted uh, for you. And we don't have the most credible election. So I, I find this, you know, uh, arrogance with which they speak and, and conduct their affairs. I find it intolerable because you are in a position of trust. Yeah, but what brings forward the question? I mean, Anik is saying structurally that in a lot of places yeah, there's a challenge, but do you think the future of the electoral, uh, electoral political landscape, one of the few immediate future could be that uh, you could have a party that is um, structured to function in states or in regions? What's your take about that? Yes, I mean, I, I mentioned that in my first comment. I said, what is wrong with a state party? What if I'm, I'm just interested, even in my local government area, and there are some of us who come together and say, look, we want to work on this, our local government, and, and make it an example of how a local government could function in Nigeria, and it will stand out. What is wrong with that? Why can that not be acceptable? You know, not to talk of a, a, a whole state, you know, or even a region. You know, we, we have this mindset of, oh, we must all be, you know, there must be unity. And that unity means what exists in Lagos or exists in Maduguri and, and so on. We, we constrain ourselves by this notion of, uh, you know, uh, centralized government, everything must be the same everywhere. Why? Why are we putting ourselves under so much strain and, and wasting a lot of resources on things that are not benefiting us? That is the issue. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much, uh, Professor Ramishu uh, for joining in this morning. It's such a pleasure to listen to you. Uh, still firebranded with the politics and passion for the people, as you've always been. Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure to be with you. Yes, ma'am. I'll, I'll be in touch. Uh, thank you so much, madam. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. And have a lovely day. Are you too, ma'am? Are you too, ma'am? Okay. All right. All right. Bye, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Mr. Tokofashua, there, there's so much uh, to round off on, and it, the next question would be, what happens next? Uh, especially from the part of the parties that have now been deregistered, and w what are your immediate thinking uh, on this? Well, well, you know, nobody has said INEC should not do its job, I mean, once again, uh, but whatever you do, do it properly, and also know that you are being paid by the Nigerian taxpayers. Uh, so uh, there are indeed maybe some parties who can hold their own. There are some parties who haven't put, who, has, who have not put um, as much effort into the process. There are some parties with integrity issues and so on. Uh, so those ones may not be able to fight back. Mm. The few that can fight back should. Um, um, according to the INEX spokesman uh, who I spoke with on, on, on AIT yesterday, um, it, it, invariably the, the conditions. Um, 
and the requirement for setting up a political party right now has not changed. What it means is that for a party like ours, we, we should remain re -register, re registered, or they should re register us immediately because the conditions have not changed. The money we paid has not changed. The, um, the inspection that they do has not changed. The requirement of having 20, more than 25 um, ESCO members from 25 states in Nigeria yeah. has not changed. The office in Abuja thing has not changed. Nothing has changed. So why do you register? The same basis on which they are going to, re they are going to register 100 parties. So you see, the, the, like Professor Shona has said, we need to be all sitting down with respect. But if you don't respect me, you if you if you deregister us on the pages of uh, newspapers first, then they are now right now they are chasing parties around with letters. Come and sign letters. Are they kidding? That's not the way to do it. Again, let us respect ourselves in this country. So we should be sitting down. There's a need for a proper. Uh, constitutional review around our elections because again we're talking with a constitutional crisis there are going to be so many lawsuits everywhere that at any point in time a judge may give a decision all right to cancel any election to stop any election to stall any election to cancel results there's a lawsuit and, in Enugu already and look there are, there are going to be so many and we're going to be look right now is when we should be saying okay fine who appoints INEC executives why how do we get a little bit more independence in that? Why are they drawing their, their salaries from the government? Can we create a fund for that? This is the time. And, and if INEC actually was well, I don't expect that, that to happen. But ordinarily speaking, they should be thinking of strengthening themselves from within. If you go to that INEC, INEC is split between APC and PDP. Human beings who are that's, working... That's, yeah, a, that's, that's, a, that's an allegation you can substitute. I will, if, if necessary. They, they are split between... And they can't get their minds out of APC and PDP. APC and PDP were not written into the constitution of this country. Country, especially APC that has a sort of more Machiavellian uh, perspective of things, you know, ready to, 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 to destroy anything that's on his way. And look, we are here to stay, and we are here, our voices cannot be quieted. You know, we should be able to get involved. Which parties are run by youths? in some of the ones that have been uh, put there. And if you look at the criteria for putting them, okay, like Professor I was saying about if a party wants to go regional, let them go regional or let them do a state, whatever. It is possible. But did they give anybody that opportunity? No. So now, but if you say, if for example, that also has a certain perverse incentive. Mm. If somebody sets up a political party and puts all the resources of the party in his village in order to win his village ward or something like that, yes. automatically you give that person a national license. No, you shouldn't. You should give him a, a state license because that's what he wants. Mm. Are we, why are we not discussing that? There's nothing wrong with having 90 parties, right? There's nothing wrong. If some of them are playing on a regional level or a state level or whatever, it's whatever they want is what you should give them. All right, and then give them clear, attainable, and reasonable, uh, uh, you know, criteria of maintaining their their, their 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 licenses. In this instance, INEC has jumped the gun because the constitution does not say anything about a certain cycle, and the idea of a cycle of election in INEC needs to be challenged because before the elections in Edo and uh, Undo, for example, were staggered. They were all started at the same point in time in 1999. And the same 1999 constitution is what we're relying on. So over time, because of the partly the incompetencies and the compromises of INEC and, uh, and these same big political parties, some of those elections were staggered. It doesn't take them out of the cycle of election. As far as the constitution is concerned, that look, it is still part of, they're still part of Nigeria. And even no matter the amendment that took place, even the creation of CX and all of that, State Electoral Commission, does not make local government and what, you know, it doesn't excise them from Nigeria. They have to be very clear on that. Okay. And so we're going to take it up even down to the Supreme Court where necessary and get the, the correct interpretation of that amendment. And that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, so they, they should be prepared for that. And we should be prepared. If I'm not careful, there's going to come a time we will not be able, be able to conduct any elections in this country. And perhaps maybe we want to get to that point. Maybe but not. another point is to say that, look, let people have a good sit down. Let us bring out all of these issues. Let us talk as, as gentlemen and ladies who are and see educated and good. all of that. And then we work something out. All right. Uh, I, I know you do have to run. Uh, you, you've told me that several times already this morning. But thank you for stopping by, Mr. Topper Fashua, uh, on the show. I'll be in touch uh, as uh, things do go on. Absolutely. Uh, it's time to bring in you, I mean, to bring you into the conversation. Let's hear from you this very morning uh, on 0946 Six double zero nine five one zero eight zero nine five nine seven four eight six nine and number seven out on zero eight zero three one two three zero two nine three. Good morning to you and welcome to the show. You are uh, okay to meet you. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yeah, 
uh, it is quite imperative for millions of Nigerians, to be honest with you. What INEC did is the best thing to do. If you can have political parties who cannot even win a councillorship in any locality in 774 local government in this country, what, is, is, is that party qualified to, 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 to continue to exist? These parties are wasting the resources of this country. These parties are confusing Nigerians. Let us get serious in this country. That is why the bigger parties continue to... to, uh, to, to Great talk show unravels your thinking, makes you stop to listen, engages you in a debate of opinions. I believe this man knows what he is doing. He is a Nigerian. And ultimately brings you to the king of talk radio, Femi D. Live.